it didn't seem like that big of a thing to me, but the 50 miles was big. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're doing things that people said you couldn't do. Well, of course, they said I couldn't do a 10K either. Diz Runs Radio, episode 1152, starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, no official sponsor, just a reminder that the Heart Rate Keys giveaway, PDF, guide, tips, whatever you want to call it, it is available. It is free. If heart rate training is something that you've been thinking about doing, maybe you're fresh into it, still getting started. Maybe you want to learn a few things or get a few tips uh, from me, things that I learned, I don't want to say the hard way, but maybe through experience over the last five or six years. Uh, check it out. Disruns.com slash heart rate keys. All one word. Disruns.com slash heart rate keys. It is available. Uh, super simple, super, super quick. You know, just a handful of, of hopefully useful reminders. A couple of links if you want a little bit more information, research, things like that. Uh, but Disruns.com slash heart rate keys. Uh, get it. Get it. Check it out. Use it. Hopefully it's helpful. And if you have any questions on heart rate training, obviously let me know. Or just keep listening because there's a pretty good chance I'll keep hammering on about running slow, racing fast, heart rate training, uh, since that's something that I tend to do just a little bit about. Anyway, get it get it if you want it, disruns.com slash heart rate keys. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, y'all. Uh, today's guest is someone that uh, I've bumped into a couple times out in the trails back in, uh, back in Florida at a, at a few different races. Um, and we've, you know, we've interacted a bit on online and had some jokes in the Facebook group and things like that, but we really haven't ever had, uh, any type of, of depth to our, our breeze shooting, uh, you know, just, just some superficial stuff. Uh, but that is all about to change today. And if, if you've been part of the Facebook group for a while, you've seen him chime in and, and he is, he is the, the, the ringleader of the peanut gallery sometimes. So who knows where today is going to go. I might get, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're throwing down right off the bat. He's already making comments before I've even introduced him. That's how, that's how much of a peanut gallery captain he is. But, uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to getting to know him a little bit more and, uh, you know, kind of diving into the man, the myth, the legend, the Colonel. Mr. James Mathis. James, thanks for joining us today. And finally, long overdue, welcome to the show. Thank you, Danny. We appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And, and y'all, uh, if, if you want to follow along with James's running exploits on the social media, Instagram's a great place to handle there. He makes it simple. We love people that make things simple when it comes to handles around here. It's simply his name. It doesn't get much more simple than that. James Mathis, at James Mathis on Instagram, just like it's spelled, J or just like it sounds. It's of course it's spelled just like it's spelled because that's how all words work. Uh, but sometimes they're actually spelled the way they sound, and it's J A M E S James Mathis M A T H I S. Pretty straightforward. Uh, and of course, like I said, he's on Facebook. He's in the Facebook group. You can find him, connect with him there as well. Uh, Disruns.com slash eleven fifty two. Disruns.com slash one one five two. Get you back to the show notes for today. Photos, links, the whole nine as per usual. So James, you've you've listened to one or two episodes of the show uh, over the over the years, so you you know this is coming. This is not a surprise, uh, but but it, honestly, I don't know what your answer is going to be. So it is it is somewhat of a surprise, I guess, to me at least where where the direction is going to take us. And uh, so let's let's get it started and ask the the introductory question: What is your favorite distance to race and why? Well, that's coming. I didn't even know you were going to ask that. Oh, um, stop! This guy. I'm going to have to say 50k. Okay. But I really, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of lower races. I'm just, I'm getting older, slower, and I hate the road. Mm. So what I really want is something long-ish, but it's, I need dirt and shade. Mm-hmm. Dirt is just easier on my body unless you fall. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I did last weekend. It was funny. We got up, I got up laughing. The lady's like, root. I'm like, what? And she said, <laughs> boom. Sniper. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Just that quick. Mm-hmm. And it was not a slow motion fall. I was full Superman. <laughs> and down I went and laughed. And I got up and go. But, and I need shade because, you know, red hair, blue eyes, and sunblock sweats off. Yes. Yes. Indeed. So 
that's what I look for in my longer runs. And I, I do like them to be longer mm-hmm. and timed. I kind of, I am a fan of the looped races, mm-hmm. you know, a timed event. Right. Like, but so kind of event, like a, like a six hour or something like that, where it's just, well, like, you go? Third, yeah. 34 hour right. ish, somewhere in there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Even some long enough that you can take a nap. Well, I mean, you could you could make the argument that that I don't know I, what 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 point is a, a race considered long enough that you could take a nap? Like twelve, probably not twelve hours. You start getting into eighteen, maybe is that nappable? Yeah, eighteen twenty. Yeah, so I'd say eighteen twenty four. But I mean, if you're gonna take a nap at eighteen, I mean, that might, is just, might as well just run sixteen <laughs> hours and then shut it down. I guess if you're gonna take a nap in eighteen. Yeah, it's like you have to be one of those Courtney DeWalters and take you know that one minute nap. <laughs> right. Like how to do that? Yeah. And I heard one interview her. She said she got up mad because when the guy woke her up, her pacer's like, "Why'd you let me sleep so long?" And she he said, "It's been fifty nine seconds, woman. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Goodness gracious. Well, but she's to... one of the oh, crazy ahead. people. Yeah, she's just one of the crazies. You know." The... Incredible athletes. Yeah, well, and she is, and, and, and I mean, we're all we're all some level of of crazy. You get out there and and do the things and and keep keep showing up and, and especially start running these these races that you know start one day and end the next. Um, but but where'd you get started in this sport, James? It's uh, yeah. How long is is this been uh, part of your life? Well, it depends on how far you want to go back. When I was a kid, uh, middle school, junior high, I would run, not competitively, but I would just get home. And run around the block once, sometimes twice. Now, granted, this is rural Florida, so the block was a little over two miles. So, <laughs> right. And and I did it in you know Converse's or Adidas, <laughs> mm-hmm. and blue jean shorts, probably, because you know we didn't have Hocus back then. Right, right. No speed goats. Just running through the orange groves back when we had those. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess really. I thought it would make me a better football player, but it didn't. Gotcha. Um, joined the Army, got in some uh, running there for sure. I think my fastest two-mile time was around uh, 315 for two miles, and that was in combat boots. Oh, wow. That's moving pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Only, it, was, it was funny because it was a dirt track. I should have known, huh? No <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, wasn't a heat issue. It was just, you know, it was a quarter mile loop and mm-hmm. just did it eight times. And the guy said 315. I'm like, cool. But um, after that, I got, uh, I, was probably, I was married for like 18 years. I forgot the army and I uh, got divorced. Obviously, I've been married for 18 years. Uh, like three years after that, I started drinking a little bit too much. Not a little bit. I was drinking way too much. And uh, the bar where I went, they started a run club. Mm. Is every other Sunday morning, and I'm like, you know what? I can do that. I'll just go walk, and we'll have a beer afterwards, right? Yeah, we'll have a beer after. Okay, yeah, I'll be there. And did that for a couple of weeks, and then hey, we got a 5K coming up. I walked that, and I was just walking. I wasn't running because mm. I'm probably 310 at this point. Oh wow! At, at six foot, that's a load, mm-hmm. and uh, you know my knees are always sore, right. and it's like. And even today, people, all that running you do, don't your knees hurt? No, my knees hurt when I was 310. <laughs> the running doesn't hurt my knees unless, you know, I trip and fall and tweak something. Which does happen on occasion. It does happen. Yeah, this weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it is, and it, it just, and it's like, uh, we started talking and it's like, hey, this every other week thing is not going to cut it. Mm. Like, yeah, we don't need that guy here that's running this club because he was a bartender. Oh, okay. So on the, when he did, didn't work closing on Saturdays, he would we would do run club that Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if he worked all you know till two a.m. on Saturday, he wasn't there for run club. I said, well, he doesn't have to be here. So we started running every Saturday or every Sunday morning, and it escalated. I think that's the word we use, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, but then uh, one thing led to another. Got a running buddy and. Um, a running sister can't call her my running wife because she's a redhead as well. And <laughs> People start asking you questions. You can't do that. Yeah. It's just wrong. Right. So uh, we started doing 5Ks and 10Ks almost every weekend. And um, 
having a great time. And we went over to, uh, I can't remember, it was Port Orange. It's over there near um, New Smyrna. Okay. And they had a, a lighthouse loop was the name of the half marathon. And we're over there and we're watching all the half marathoners take off. I'm like, that's cool. And she's like, we should do that. Yeah. And she said, next year? Yeah, let's sign as soon as it opens up, we'll sign up and do it next year. I'm like, cool, we'll do that. We'll start doing some longer runs and do that. Well, a year later, uh, that was our fourth half marathon. Mm. So we got in a few before that. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, hey, this is fun. We can do this. But I did get that one under three hours. So I did do some running during that uh, half marathon. Right. And I think I got my half marathon PRs at 245 at Tomoka with that awful bridge at the end. <laughs> I don't know if you ever ran that one. It was a boot. I have not, but I, I am not surprised because I feel like there's something in the, in the race director's manual somewhere that's like, if it's possible to have a bridge or a hill or something in the last you know mile of any race, that's where you want to put it. Like, don't put it early. Right. Put, it, put it at the end. Well, this is... It's those intercoastal bridges. Oh yeah, you know, on the east coast. So yeah, Florida Mountain is, is what what uh, you yeah. might refer to it as. Yeah, it's like I, oh god, there was some Boy Scouts. There was the last little aid station, and I'm like, oh, here comes a bad word. I'm, I rounded that corner and saw that bridge. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and the Boy Scouts were like, he said, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, and if you, if you but, uh, follow uh, along to the top of the bridge, you might hear some other words that are even even a little bit uh, more colorful than that one. I made it most of the way up the final year I ran it. They don't run that race anymore, unfortunately. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a fun race. Good. And nice medals. Good, thick, good thick medals. Um, what else from there? And after that, you know, of course, it's going to escalate again. Let's let's do a marathon. So I hired a coach, Coach Pez. You interviewed her probably mm -hmm. about four or five years ago. Yep. Out of Ocala, which is where I live. And, um, you know, got the two pairs of hokas, got one, wore one pair for about a month and put it away, wore the other exact pair for all my training runs. And we're like a month away from the marathon. And I'm like, and I'm doing all my uh, time on feet, slow runs. Mm -hmm. I'm doing all that on trail. Okay. So she's like, okay, James, it's, you know, you got about three weeks to go. I need you to stay off the trail. Now, I also need you to stop trying to lose weight. Mm. She says, you need to eat. And okay, okay, and I'm still eating. And this, that was 2020, so <laughs> <laughs> my weight went back up. But, um, and it was like, in those couple of weeks, ever torture to me. It was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to do this. I, I want to get back on that damn trail. And we got the marathon done. It was in Albany, Georgia. It was called the Snickers then. I think it's the Combos okay. uh, Marathon now in Albany. It was pretty flat. It was, it was just so much camphor in the road. Mm. I really hated that. Yeah. But... It was, the training was great, and um, I remember at the halfway point, it was like, I was like my PR for a half marathon, and I'm like, and I was already, and I was saving, you know, mm -hmm. I wasn't going out fast, I wasn't trying to bank time, I'm like, holy crap, this, this training, it really does help. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny how, how training, um, yeah. you know, does does pay off, you know, when you, when you, you, when know, you tick coach, the right boxes, yeah, it does, it does a thing. You know, yeah. You've got to, hey, why am I just running three miles a day easy? And it's like, okay, just do it. And, you know, like I said, I didn't do what, a 16. I did the whole year, you know, for training for this. Mm -hmm. So, and got that done. And then it was like three days later, COVID shut down everything. Right. So, this was like March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And then um, get back home, do a little bit of recovery stuff. And then uh, it got back on the trails. And all of a sudden, there's people everywhere on the trails. Because I, we're so lucky where I live, I've got like six uh, trailheads that I can hit within a half an hour from here. The problem is they closed half of them because the Florida Trail, half of it's run by the state. And there's one small section in our county that's run by the county. County didn't close theirs. The state closed theirs. Hmm. So everybody was running trail and plus everybody else that was kind of hopping on the bandwagon. Right. I don't know if that's the right phrase to use, but 
there were a lot of people out there that I'd never seen before. And of course, they're smoking cigarettes. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Or weed. There's a kid. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both. I was like, really? You're out here getting healthy or doing something healthy and you're smoking a cigarette? And of course, there was more trash on the trails, which I hate. I, do, yeah. I can't stand to see trash on. And I call it my trail. So that's mm-hmm. the way I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, Got into that and just like, you know, signed up for one of Don Elizabeth's races, who I think you've also, I don't mind dropping these names if you interviewed them. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind you dropping names even if I haven't. But yeah, Dawn, Dawn's fantastic. Her, she does great she's races. Yep. She's got like four races that are incredible. And and I did one of her races and it was a COVID year, so we couldn't do it really. She usually did it. And mm. so I read it, you know, 98% shade. I'm like, cool. Well, where we did it wasn't ninety eight percent shaded. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was awful. Uh, I'm I'm soaking wet the whole time, and plus I was wearing an ice handkerchief, mm-hmm. you know, necktie thing, which didn't help because all of her races are hot. Yeah, I don't know if she, how she crams four races in between August and September. Half, <laughs> even her New Year's Day race one year was I think ninety eight. I'm like, what the hell? Well, it's you know it's Florida and and you know New Year's New Year's in Florida could be could be forty but it could it could be ninety that's you know yeah that's just the way well yeah that's what the heat and probably yeah. probably a better odds that it's going to be ninety than it's going to be forty especially yeah. if it's later it's in the day it's a great day to go to the beach usually yep yep but uh you know and then I got in with um with Jason Green with the Yeti races mm. and um I did mostly virtual stuff with him. You know, because all of his stuff was, it seemed to be in Virginia or right. Pacific Northwest. And, uh, but I was always, uh, this some of his virtual stuff. He had a couch to 50K. And then those, he had a, a grab bag one year. It was like 50 bucks. And I didn't get in on it quick enough. And these people were getting puffy jackets and all this wow. cool swag. I think he would just clean out his store. Probably. Yeah. That he had. Mm-hmm. And, um, so the following year, I think it was a hundred bucks or hundred fifty bucks. I don't know. It's like I'm getting me a damn puffy jacket. I don't know where I'll wear it, but I want one. Well, you know, it might it might be forty degrees on New Year's, and then you'll need that puffy yeah. jacket. Yeah, <laughs> well, Florida people. But um, <laughs> I get this thing in the mail from him, and it's you know, it's just a regular letter. I'm like, what the hell? There's something metal in it. And I open it up, and it says Yeti Golden Ticket, and it looks like the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket. Oh wow! And I start reading, and it's for any of his races. All you got to do is show him the ticket, and you're in. And I'm like, rut row. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, they got this cool one in Damascus, Virginia, and it's called Seven Trails. I'll go do it. Well, I'm about to pull the trigger on the um, bed and breakfast. I was like, man, this thing's only like 500 yards away from the start finish, you know, because it's an out-and-back, out-and-back mm-hmm. type race. And I'm like, man, I can't believe this is still here. And I was going to see if one of my friends wanted to come along. Well, she didn't. I'm like, all right. So I went back and looked at it again, and it's like, oh, the race isn't in Damascus. It's in Savannah. Holy shit. Mm. Okay. Let's get a hotel room to sign up for that race. But um, that was, they moved it. It's seven trails because each year it goes to a different place. Oh, I didn't know that being yeah. the first year. Right. But they, uh, I got, I think I got 40 miles that year. So it was a pretty good race. And I, I was in pretty good shape. I just, uh, I got into my own head and had a bug bite on my leg or my ankle. It was swelling up. So I thought it was something wrong. Mm. I didn't know I was bitten my bug. And it's like, I've got to go to work Monday. Mm. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I get halfway home and realize I'm scratching my ankle. And I was like, oh, you got a bug bite, you idiot. <laughs> you quit over a bug bite. So this, this past year, they moved it up. They did the race there again, but they, they renamed it. It's now the, um, oh, geez. I can't remember the name of it. Um, <laughs> well, you know. Oh, Dark Game. Okay. It's Dark Game. Dark Okay. And um, it's the same rules. It's 34-hour race, loop, 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 and it's like a three-mile loop. And uh, so I was better prepared. And the motto, you know, don't, don't be a wuss. You know, go for 100K. Mm-hmm. Be gold, hunt 50 miles, you know, see gold, don't, don't be a wuss again. And I got the 50 miles in. So I was kind of pleased about that and left, but it was just, it's a lot of good people. Yeah. And it's like amazing. And the one lady, you know, he, he didn't have an official timekeeper. 
So the lady's like, you know, she's just writing your number down. Mm-hmm. And the one lady's like, you're 249. I'm like, lady, that was last year. <laughs> I'm 133 this year. And it's like, I don't even know her name, but she remembers my number from last mm-hmm. year. That, that, it's just different. You know, it's a, and, you know, there's only like 100 people out there. And by the next morning, there's even less. Right. Because a lot of people get their 50K in, they're happy. They go home. Well, and that's, and that's was, the beauty of those types of races is you just, you know. Yeah, like, get what you want. Yep, or absolutely. Get what you can. Or get a bug bite and leave. Yeah, you know, whatever whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, that's yeah, interesting, though. Know, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's just like I, my, my gears are turning because, you know, now that now that I'm a Georgian, a Georgite, what, what are we, Georgians? Whatever. I, I, I live in Georgia now. Um, I was born there. You're Georgian. Yeah, and and I'm not too no far dog. from Savannah either. So you know, like like You're that not. that could be on the. Uh, I mean, we're far enough. We're not we're not just a stone's throw, but uh, you know, we're we're not a couple hours, maybe three hours, something like that. So that's yeah. that's doable for a, a thirty hour race to drive three hours. That that that, that makes that, that math works yeah. out. You come on. Yeah. I got a. I'll have a canopy there if I can get in. Mm. Oh, you you know. I, I think last year it took like three hours for it to sell out, which yeah. took, that was longer than I thought it would last. But yeah, I, that, that is def- the problem with those races where it's you know a smallish field that get pretty popular. Yeah. Is they don't they don't yeah. uh, they don't take long to fill up. I had uh, I'd set an alarm on I'd set two alarms on my phone. It's supposed to open up at like eight o'clock, mm. and I'm like all right, I set one for seven forty five, <laughs> and I set another one for like uh, seven fifty five, and it's like the first one's like okay, in case you're in a meeting. Tell whoever's sitting next to you, man, my stomach's feeling upset. <laughs> Plant that seed to get out of there. <laughs> and then when the next one hits, like, yeah, I can go into the bathroom. I got to go. I don't know what's wrong. And so it's like, but luckily I was just on the road and just pulled over the side of the road, hit um, ultra run sign up. Do, 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 do. I'm in. Good to go. Good to go. Hell yeah. We're going to get it. And like I said, I plan on doing it again this year. Fantastic. So but I got a canopy and you'll have to. I got room for you there. There we go. All right. Well, you know, it's, you, you're 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 making a what sounds like a good option. You know, making it even sweeter. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, the trick is, I've got to remember to set the alarms, and that's that's what usually gets me in trouble. Is I'm like, oh shit, I should probably check and see when. Oh, sign up was sign up was yesterday. So clearly, it's sold out by now. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, with with you know with running the 50 miles or 40 miles, or whatever. Some of these these longer distance, longer hours. Uh, you know good chunk of time races what's what's your strategy is it i mean uh, you know is it kind of gleaning from the conversation i'm assuming something something along the lines of and i don't mean this negatively but slow and steady which is always a good strategy for these longer type of races um but but how do you how do you tackle like is it just just from your strategy in terms of a looped course you know whatever it is about three miles like do you stop every loop like what's what's kind of your game plan going into into a race like this well, uh, we this race starts at like six, so it, you know it's January twentieth, so it's still dark in mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and uh, we start. You do the three mile loop, and it was light enough to drop the headlamp. Okay. And I had a friend that I met the previous year with a slight injury, and I'm like, oh, you because last year she left me after the one walking lap. Mm. You know, it was light enough she left. And, uh, but this year she walks it. I'm just walking this year. I'm like, all right, let's go. And I did like three or four laps with her. And, um, I took a little break just to check on things and make sure everything's lubed up with trail toes. And, um, she was gone. I ran into her a couple times, you know, in passing, but I never could catch back up to her. But it's just walking at a, at a very determined pace mm-hmm. was what I did. And it got to, um, I took a nap, got back out there, which was like I, I, I was charging my phone so I, and watch, so I wasn't sure how long I actually slept. So there's going to be a, a timer mm-hmm. this year <laughs> will be brought. <laughs> Lessons and, learned. Yeah. I, like I said, I had no idea. And I went back out there and did another lap. On that lap, that three miles was like, uh, God, I like to say it was almost two hours. Mm. That lap wasn't worth it. I should have slept. Right. I could have slept that hour. And then I went back and got another nap and then came back out and I, it was great. So, and then when the sun comes up, oh, my, you will not believe the burst of energy mm-hmm. I got. I've heard of other people discuss it, but, and I was like, man, that can't be true. Yeah, it's true. 
when that sun starts coming up, it was like, let's go. And I was close. To, I'd made a, because my watch says at like 54 miles. And I'm like, where am I? Because I was like still shooting. She said, you're at like 49, you know, or whatever it was. I had one more lap to do to get to 50. And it's like, oh, well, I'm not doing two extra laps to get 100. <laughs> and I think maybe that lady that knew my number from last year, I think she might have been writing 249 down instead of 133. Mm. So th- I, I can't blame her. I don't know what happened. Right. Or maybe I wasn't following my tangents very well. That's that's but, always always a possibility, you know. But once it gets up into the higher mileage, you know, you hitting them tangents right, it'll add up on you. It, oh, absolutely, and, and especially you get you a little bit tired, you're you're bobbing and weaving a little bit, or you're just not not paying attention, and it's dark and whatever. Like that's it exactly. definitely is possible to happen. And like you said, yeah, you know, a, 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 if it's a tenth of a mile every every lap, you know, for for two or three laps, like I mean, it's, or even if it's five five hundredths of a mile. You know, you, you, you yeah, do 20 laps or 15 up. laps. That adds up pretty quick for sure. Yeah, definitely adds up. Yep. Um, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But that's pretty much what it was. Just keep, you know, just keep driving. And um, like I, I did one more lap and I was coming in and the last probably quarter of a mile, uh, maybe half a mile is paved. Mm. Or crush and run lime rock. Right. It's a mixture of both. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run this in start running and say, Hey, I can run. Mm-hmm. This is weird. I'm at 50 miles and I'm running. So that was new. And then my phone rings and it was, well, it was a different ring. It wasn't my usual phone ring. It's like, what the heck is that? And I looked down and it's a, a Facebook call or instant <laughs> messenger phone call. I'm like, who in the heck's calling me? Jim, my old buddy, Jim's calling. It's like, all right, go back to walking. Let's talk to Jim. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man, I'm really proud of you. You're doing great. I'm like, thanks, Jim. Where are you at? I said, closing in on 50, buddy. Mm. And he's like, well, I'm going to let you get back at it. All right. And I started running again. I run in. And you got to make a right turn or left-hand turn. And he got about 100 yards to go. And there's Jason Green. He's just grinning. And I'm like, oh, man, don't cry. Don't you get emotional. (laughs) And there I was. I was like, I mean, I didn't tear up, but I was choking it back pretty hard because and I mean, I didn't come close to crying during my marathon because it 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 didn't seem like that big of a thing to me. But the 50 miles was big, and it's like, oh yeah, you're doing things that people said you couldn't do. Well, of course they said I couldn't do a 10k either, but I mean, this one was definitely something that people said you can't do that. And like, yeah, watch this. Right. And I I got it this year, so and I'm happy. And I wish I could have got the 100k, but we're gonna get that next year yeah absolutely you, you keep you keep progressing you, you get the you get the timer yeah. to make sure you're sleeping the right amount of time get, getting a long enough yeah. nap that uh well, yeah. you get the benefits yeah. you know and, and feel good out there that's that's half the half the battle and like i said it, it all goes back to friends because i mean i got a few friends from you know high school i got a few from the army and a couple from work but man i've got some really great friends that are from running mm. and it is and they have pulled me through. I mean, I've, I've been in dark places. It is, it's been rough, you know, with the divorce and, and other things. It's just been hard. Right. But, man, my running friends, uh, I wouldn't trade them for nothing. I mean, not Army buddies, too. You can't ever give up on an Army buddy. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's it's quite emotional that what they can do for you. And, I mean, we've got a local running club now. We, we've had it for about two years. <laughs> And I think there's like 500 people in it. Wow. Not, they don't all show up. Oh, of course. But yeah, but that's still pretty but, awesome. Um, and we've got like, I'm going to say 15 to 20 that are, that are, that are going to the dark side, you know, that trail running side. <laughs> I don't know who planted that seed. Oh yeah. I can't, I can't imagine who that might've been. <laughs> it's one or, it's one or about two or three people. And, uh, it's been a, a great, and I, I'm, I love it. Yeah. But, um, I'm just tired of the pavement. It hurts my legs. And I don't know how you did all those Disney races. I did <laughs> the dark half mm-hmm. one year, and that was brutal. Yeah. I mean, was where we ran it, you did a little bit on Disney property. It's all on Disney property, I guess. But you run behind the scenes where that mm-hmm. water treatment plant is. Mm-hmm. It's a sewer treatment plant. And I'm like, oh, so this is what, a, what, what is it, a tom-tom or whatever tam-tam smells like? <laughs> you know, uh, Luke Skywalker got shoved into uh-huh. by Han Solo. 
to keep him from freezing. Yep. So I was like, this is what the inside of one of those smells like. Nobody laughed. I'm like, are you serious? That I thought that was funny. That you know, that, you you would have thought with that crowd that you would have gotten, you yeah, gotten at least a few chuckles, a few courtesy chuckles, if nothing else. But but nothing. Nothing. And Tough then crowd. you go out on the road and do the ramps, the off ramps and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, running when we got back on Disney property, part of the uh, the actual attractions that was pretty cool, and the way they did traffic. You know, there was like uh, crosswalks, you know, for people to get across right. and they would run you one way and then you'd cross back over. It was pretty neat. But um, and then you got your finisher's medal and here's this little bento box mm-hmm. and you need to walk right over there. And once you walk there, you're in the parking lot. Yep. I'm like, oh, yeah, this adventure's over. Yeah. Now, where did I park? Because it was dark. <laughs> now, now that adventure begins of finding, finding the car again. A little little different than at the, at the trailhead where there's, you know, 60 runners and there's. 40 cars, yeah. and you know, it's pretty easy to figure out where you were. But that was a delicious beer they gave me. <laughs> or that I purchased that. that yeah, that, that they, gave, they, they gave you after you gave yeah. them their, your credit card. Then they'll give yeah. you the beer. Yeah, it was, it was delicious. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, yeah, your buddy Ben didn't make it that year. Or our mutual friend Ben didn't make it. He was there. He just didn't make it to the yeah. race. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got a bad habit of doing that on, on occasion. But we'll 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 let we'll we'll let we'll let him uh, off the hook this time. But uh, you, yeah. you mentioned there he's one of my oh, go ahead, team beef uh, buddies. Mm, yeah, for uh, Team Beef Florida. So that's another thing to help me running. For uh, I guess we've been doing it for about six years. Really? So that's been pretty cool. Yeah. Been a great adventure with them and and um, the friendships I've made. There's like five of us local to Ocala mm. and I really didn't know but one of them and now two of them are my best friends right it's like it's like and it it, it seems to just go back to having friends I I, I guess I'm a social runner mm-hmm. for a grumpy old man I'm a social <laughs> runner well, and, and I guess I kind of, you know, for, for, for all the, the, the bluster that I give and it's really not bluster, like it's, it's legit. I am, I am a legit introvert. Um, but you know, like if I'm going to have friends, like, like, and, and you know, I, I mean, I've started a, a group run in our, in our new neighborhood and it's, you know, we're not to, to the 500 people that y'all, y'all have in Ocala yet, but we got, you know, pretty regular six, seven people that show up, but you know, we've only been doing it for a few weeks. Um, but it's like, you know. I don't mind chatting and, and, and hanging out or not so hanging out, but like shooting the breeze and telling stories and whatever. Um, but I guess I'm kind of curious and I don't know that I've ever really thought about this. Um, uh, but you mentioned a couple of times here in the last, in the last few minutes about just some of the friendships and, and how, you know, the running friendships that you've made are, are, um, as, as strong as, as maybe any of the other friendships you have from your past or maybe even, even stronger than some of the other ones. But I'm just, just curious. And, and I don't know that I have an answer. So if you don't have an answer, that's okay. But, but what is it about, running friendships that seem to like, as I feel the same way, like, like, you know, some of my, my friends from college or from other aspects of life, like I'm still friends with them, but like my, my running friends, like, I just feel like there's a little bit more of a, of a bond there for some reason. I'm, I'm curious if you have any suggestion or, or idea as to why, at least in your experience, why that might be. Well, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to throw this out there. Now my army friends and my running friends, they're on the same level. Mm-hmm. We both we've been through shit together. There I go again, bad. I'm sorry, kiddos. Uh, <laughs> Uncle James is using bad language. Uh, we've been through stuff together, and and even your road runners, they're great people too. I'm not going to talk bad about them. Not kidding. Um, <laughs> you you go through a lot, and it's 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 hard training. Mm-hmm. But with your your road runners, your trail runners, especially that every one of them that I know at some point was broken. Mm. They've got an addiction, a terrible divorce, death, a close death in a family, a, you know, a loved one, or something that's broken. And this running has brought them together. And, and it's kind of like I meet somebody new, and it's like, well, I don't want to ask them just yet. Mm. But you know, in a year or two, I'm going to ask them, what broke you? Because they're troubling. There's something that happened. It just seemed, I, don't, I never met like this, Mr. Rogers type person that does trail running. There's always something, you know, like I said, uh, I got one buddy that does, uh, he's a race director and he has club runs, I think two or three times a week, but he's runners for recovery in Jacksonville. Mm. And it's, 
it's all about getting off that alcohol or you know other drugs. And it's like one of my buddies, I didn't, I, I didn't even know his, you know, he was an alcoholic. And he said, "Oh yeah, I used to drink a fifth just to get home." From wow. And I'm like, and I never would have expected it from this guy. And he's like, "Yeah, this, I need this, and I got to stay away from it." He said, "I don't mind if you drink; it doesn't bother me." I said, "Well, that's good. I, I appreciate you letting me know because I wouldn't stop drinking because I don't want to make you feel bad." Or you want it. And it's right. like, nope, I ain't got that problem. I'm like, well, that's good. But, uh, yeah, it's, it just, to me, it seems like everybody's got an issue that's, especially the 100 milers. Yeah. There's something seriously wrong with those people. <laughs> or has been something wrong with them. <laughs> I say that in a loving way. Cause Absolutely. Anybody, it, it's 100 milers, dude. It, it's, it's like, and like, yeah, I got this. 100k that i'm going to do and and just they keep telling me 100 100 100 go to come do this 100 with us i was like oh god you're nuts but i think it was about three weeks ago i seriously thought about it it's like you know what it was right in my training i get back down to 230 220 mm-hmm. you know i bet i could do it and it's like and well that seed has been planted and it's starting to germinate because i was thinking about it like last week i thought about it today I was like, oh god, here comes that slippery damn slope. No, again. you are you are well on the slope, my friend. You, yeah, you yeah, are... yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My hands are up in the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So slippery slope because I'm not going to be fast. Right. But I don't have to quit. Just keep chugging along, and you, I got to find the right race. Right. So like uh, with Jason Green's race, that's that's a 34 hour race. Well, if you do that, I, mean, I can't, I don't have the cheat sheet anymore, but to do a hundred miles, you've only got to run like 22 minute miles. Right. The key and is, for the, the, the key is, so you can't stop. Like, you got to, you just got to keep it. Stop. Well, the other thing along. is for the hundred K, I only had to do 20 minute miles and I can take eight hours off. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, okay. And if you start looking at it that way, yeah. it starts becoming possible. But uh, there's a, we have a Western States qualifier here, one in Florida called the Long Haul, mm-hmm. and they've moved it back into your. They moved it to your old neighborhood. Uh, what was it Colt Colt Is Creek? It the Green Swamp now, yeah, Colt Creek, yeah. Colt Creek, yeah, it's there. So there's going to be brick and mortar bathrooms, mm. and it's going. It should be a lot nicer. And I, I think about it, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. If there's enough time for me to get a hundred in on that one. But it'll be something. It could be a good training run. Yeah, before, for sure. And and, and see, so just to see if okay, I'm that close. Yeah, and well, my friend's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and that's that's I'm the key. Surrounded by, and it's like I was there this year volunteering, and um, I was driving the van because you had to, from where you had to park, it was a mile to the hub. Mm. So people coming and going, I was driving the van and it's like, I finally got through driving the van and it's like, I need a drink. <laughs> and it's like, I know where's my friend, where's she at? Oh, she's out. And her daughter was there and her daughter. And it's like, does your mom have some fireball? <laughs> yeah. Tell her I stole some. Oh, she's just going to give it to you. I said, no, you tell her I stole it. Right. Right. Yeah. We're not, <laughs> we're not just taking it willingly or willingly having it given to us. We are no, taking it. No. I'm taking this. <laughs> but then uh, the race director was like, can you drive again? Uh, can I drive in 15 minutes? <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I was, supposed, I was supposed to volunteer for like a six-hour shift, and it was like, I think I was there for like 14 hours. Uh, you know. I thought, I'm not ready to drive the van anymore. I don't mind driving home, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to drive other people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I believe, and, and please correct me where I'm wrong, but I believe our first in-person meeting, you were volunteering at a race uh, at the yeah. old Sweat Swat and Swear a few, a few years back. Um, yeah. It's one of Andy's races. He yep. does the 100, so him and his wife. Yep. Yeah, they do They do some great races. I've done a, I've done a few, a couple few of their races, and I, I've, I've really enjoyed them. Um, great people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm curious, in, in – um, I mean, I've said this before. I'll say it again. You know, volunteers are are. I mean, there are, there are no races without volunteers. It doesn't matter if we're talking, you know, the Church 5K. We're talking the Boston yeah. Marathon. We're talking Western States 100. Like any any race without volunteers, you don't have a race. Um, 
But what uh, what excites you about volunteering? Because clearly you you volunteered at, at you know it's come up a couple times tonight. Like I said, the, the first time we met was was you were volunteering. Um, what what uh, you know what what I don't know. I mean, it's it's a great thing to do. It's it's a great way to give back to be around your friends, all those types of things. But what what motivates you to keep you know showing up at races that you're not running and just you know I'll be there for six hours and then 14 hours later you're like I guess I should probably go home by now. <laughs> well, with Andy. And um, his wife, they're they're just great people. So I try to help them. And it's like I didn't know when I could get there. Mm. So I didn't officially sign up to volunteer. So I was like, hey, Andy, I'll be there when I can get there. And I'll leave when I leave. But it's one of those things that with Andy, he's such a great guy. And uh, well, you're talking about the Green Swamp, the guy that runs the races there, Joseph Fuller. It's, just, it's I go back. All my friends are there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to do 100 miles because that's what the, the long haul is, is a 100-mile race. I don't want to do that. I'm not capable of that yet. Right. But I can go there and hang out, have a hamburger, see other people that are volunteering, talk with them, mm-hmm. and and meet new people. And like I said, in the ones I've met before, it's always great. Take a selfie. And... um. You know, I got a selfie of you at um, mm-hmm. Sunset and Square, and then the following year I ran it. And but now the races I do for Joe, that's this. It used to just be a sixty pack. I'm not racing that during the daytime, and there's no shade out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not enough. So um, I always do the, an aid station. There's, he's got a berm loop. It's like a lollipop. So you got to you come by my aid station, you hit the berm loop, a fire berm. Mm-hmm. When you come back out, you're at my aid station again. So you get to see me twice, and then you go along your merry way. Well, on the 60K, you do the course twice, so you get to see me four times. I'm going to keep you popped up with, uh, you know, whatever, cold water. I believe in cold water mm-hmm. and pickle juice and whatever else I can give you. Yeah. But I bring my brewing equipment because I've got those big 10-gallon igloo coolers, mm. and I'll fill them with ice and just keep slowly adding water. And everybody sees, oh, God, this works cold and delicious. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't like hot water during a race and it's better for you whatever right i want cold water well yeah and you're you're out there on the trail for lord knows how long in the in the florida heat even if it's january it's still the florida heat and uh yeah, yeah that that cold water just hits it just hits a little bit sweeter than the anything yep. that's that's moderately tepid and it's like i'm on water i said you want cool water or cold water <laughs> <laughs> is there is a difference yeah because i've got both Absolutely. And we had one guy from Georgia. He said that other aid station, they, the water tasted like soap, and it was an unmanned aid station. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and it was just, I was like, well, this water's not going to taste like soap. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry, it's good. It'll be good for you too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was it's an interesting race, and I've never run that course during the daytime because I run it at night when mm-hmm. it's just a thirty k. Mm-hmm. And they're like, showed me all these photos, and it's like, what? There's all those dead animals there, <laughs> you know, skulls and rib bones. I'm like, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, that's that's something that I've I've dipped my toes into a couple times is how different a trail course looks. At like, you know, on the roads, yeah, you see more when it's daylight. But like, you know, if there's a couple street lights, uh, street lamps or whatever, like, eh, you know, whatever. But the the woods, the woods in the dark and the woods in the daylight, that's two different, completely different places. Well, the first year I ran that one in the green swamp, I was like, "We, you came out in this one area, and it's like, uh, that's some Blair Witch-looking stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to pick up the pace. I ain't doing any more heart rate training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a time and a place to just to just forget about the heart rate and just go. And it, yeah. When you're in the Blair you Witch Forest, you just go. You don't worry about your heart rate. Yeah, definitely time to pick it up and yes, put sir. them down. Yes, sir. But that's, that's that's an interesting course at the Green Swamp with the Skunk Ape events. Mm-hmm. And, well, I'm running a, another, he's running a 100-miler in Tampa. Wow. It's already got sold out. I think it sold out in like nine days. But that's on the streets of Tampa. And I'm like, uh, I'll just set up a club aid <laughs> station if you don't mind. We'll have cold said, water. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have ice cold water. Ice cold water. And I said, is he, he said, where do you want to set it up? I said, I really don't know Tampa that well. Can you find me a brewery parking lot? Because 
I mean, you can't really th- hit a golf ball in Tampa without hitting a brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And he says, yeah, I got you one. Okay. All right, there we go. There you go. There you go. As we're uh, getting close to wrapping up, James, um, obviously you've, you've, you've experienced some things with, with running and different trails and different experiences, different, different races, different places. Um, curious if there's, if there's one or two, you know, maybe there's some of the animal skulls and some of those things that you we just talked about the Blair Witch Forest, but, um, any, any, any real gnarly trail things that you've seen or come across big gators, any type of, of random wildlife encounters that as we're kind of wrapping up today? I, uh, I saw a gator, uh, Saturday morning. I wasn't quick enough on my camera. It's about a six footer Okay. on a trail run as a mountain bike trail. So. Yeah, I think we don't have any hills in Florida. This thing was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, they made wooden ramps to go up for the bikers. Oh, you were you were down at, at Carter. You were at, at, at my old trail. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kate said she was only like, she could run home quicker than run another loop. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, Holy crap. Yeah, we, we've run from her house <laughs> to there and, and back and stuff multiple times. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. far from her place at all. That trail is brutal. Well, you know, I'm in the back of the pack. And there's these, what, two by six that they've got the paint with the sand on it. Mm-hmm. So it's a ramp up. And it's, you know, I'm sure it's straight on a bike. But I looked at it and it's like, it's covered in sand. Mm-hmm. You know, the people are dredged, you know, brought up with their running shoes. And it's like, I'm going to bust my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but like three boards from the top, there was a pretty good gap. It was about an inch gap, and it was like, if I can make it there and fall forward, I can stick my hand in that hole and pull myself up. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Because I tried to go up it slow, and it was like, nope, that ain't going to work. Backed up and hit it running. Mm-hmm. And then I slipped, and I, was like, and I got my hand in there, pulled myself up. And then, yeah, those, that's a weird place, though, because you're looking, you can look to the left, and you can see the dirt. You know, you, you're going to fall six feet, you'll see dirt, then there's water. Mm-hmm. You run another hundred yards. You look there again. You see the top of a palm tree. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's it. And that could be a you know a forty foot fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's <laughs> some places the there that like I'm 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 a little bit nervous running on. Yeah. Um. I couldn't imagine some of those guys that just go bombing through there on their mountain bike like that. That's a whole different level of crazy as far as I'm concerned. I took a photo with a friend. And I'm like, did you see this? Mm. And I was like, there's no way. And it was blind coming up to it. So you just launched like one of those ESPN guys or whatever on strung out on a Red Bull. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, yep. not going to do it. Yep. I'll, stick to, I'll stick to running. Thank you very much. I'll stick to walking. <laughs> there like, you I'm go. That, that might even be the smarter so, option. It's like I did the 10K. It's like I, that was the best decision I met. But the weirdest thing was there was a guy that came through that did the 30K. There was a 10K, 30K, 50K option. He does the 30, and he said, can I upgrade? Mm. My friend's like, did you hear that? I said, can you upgrade? She's like, how many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a quick test because we think you've lost your mind. And the guy says, yeah, you can you can upgrade. And I'm like, I need 10 more dollars. And he was gone. <laughs> like, I've never heard anybody up, upgrade. I've always heard people downgrading, you know, from the 50 to the 30 or 30 mm-hmm. to the 10. I've downgraded from the 30 to the 10 at one of Dawn's races. Yeah. It's, it's a special, a special kind of crazy to upgrade mid race. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a whole different. Yeah, it wasn't a cool morning. No, <laughs> no, no, not, not in Whatever, whatever we're late April. There's no, there's no cool yeah. mornings in late April in Central no, that, Florida. That's gone. That's that that ship long ago sailed. So. Yep. Anyway, as we're as we're wrapping up, one final question. Got to got to throw something philosophical at you. You know, you knew that was coming too. I'm not a philosopher. Yeah, you're you're about to be a philosopher. That's that's uh, that's for sure. But, um, just kind of curious. You know, it 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 uh, you know, kind of getting into running the way you did and and where you are now and and aiming for you know 100k 100 milers you're on that slippery slope as well um why is running still such a such a a big piece of your your life you know obviously i'm sure relationships are part of it but um curious you know why why getting out there getting out on the trails as much as you can why is that something that's so important for you well you're right it's the friends i i mean every saturday i'm around a minimum of you know eight good friends mm-hmm. 
So that's you you covered that. Now the other I love to eat and drink. <laughs> if I don't run or run walk or walk, I I I'll be right back at three ten within two years. Then your knees would be bothering you. Yeah, then my knees are hurt. And I was like, man, if that is the stupidest thing though. The, don't your knees hurt? <laughs> no, they no, hurt. They sure don't actually. They hurt at three hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that goes back to what I was saying. You know, this fifty miler I did, or actually, you know, fifty five miler. If you look, <laughs> if you add up all my problems, depending on whose whose numbers you want to count. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my actual mileage. It's like my knee. I was able to run the last mile, mm-hmm. and there was no pain. Now. The night they they have a party at a honky tonk that the you know that night and I got got I stopped by and got some food at a little choking puke gas station and went to the hotel room. They didn't realize they were going to have ice in their jacuzzi, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then one of the other ladies that did the she actually got a hundred miles. She shows up and I'm like you. They got ice like they do now. <laughs> so she came back down with a couple of beers. We sat there, and her husband, and we talked and bullshitted in an ice jacuzzi. There you go. And you going to the honky tonk? I'm going to the honky tonk. And <laughs> it was a blast. Yeah. It, it all goes back to me as friends mm-hmm. and the friendship. And they, they, they make me do dumb shit, but I'm not going to jail for this dumb shit. <laughs> Those are the best there kind of friends right there. Yeah. I'm not we do what we we don't do what we want, but we do what we can and we just have a good time doing it. Now I've got another friend, she texted me today and it's like, Yeah, I got a friend, she's talking. We're thinking about doing a a sprint triathlon. I'm like, Oh, Dana, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, that, that goes to back the, to those. This I mean, the dark side. The, the, yeah, that really is the dark side. That's you know, I I just I'll stick to the that's running. Thanks very much. Money. I mean, she's she's doing well off, but that's some doctors and lawyers. That's their gig for you know twenty thousand dollar bike. Oh, and and then and then you know there's a twenty five thousand dollar bike that's an ounce and a half lighter. So we got to we got to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, the swimsuit or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's that's well, us us runners. We'll just we'll just talk talk a little trash on the trail running community. Yeah, that's uh, the, the trail running, the trash. triathlon community here before we wrap up. Yeah. But I don't even volunteer for them people. <laughs> they, they could pay for their volunteers. Oh man, I've I, my wife's done a couple of of like sprint triathlons and and um yeah, it's it's you know. To each their own, obviously, but like that's that's I'll I'll stick to a trail race or even a road race and and let let the multi people do the multi people thing. Well, yeah, well, I I still do five Ks. I've got two coming up. One in Sanford, and I can't remember. I think the other one's here in Ocala. But I, I'm more. That's not so much a social event. Mm-hmm. It's more like um. It is social, but it's like where does the money go? Right. It's like it's oh this is for some kids um I can't remember we had one race here in Ocala it's called Heston's Heroes he needed a bone marrow mm-hmm. and he just had a hard time they had a hard time getting it mm-hmm. so they did a race every year I I would sign up for that race every year trust yeah. me but I mean I can't donate because I'm over fifty now or whatever I think they do a cutoff on it I'm well over fifty now. But I mean, it's where does the money go? Mm-hmm. If it's a road race, I wonder where the money's going. And if you tell me what money, I'm definitely not doing your race. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, my friend, um, it's been it's been good digging a little bit deeper. And who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we'll share. I don't want to make any. I don't. I need to be careful to not make any promises right now. But maybe we'll share a few laps in uh, in Savannah one of these years. Uh, I think. That'd be cool. I think that could be a good I'll, time. I'll keep you reminded. Yeah, well, that's that's probably what I need. After, it's, I, get signed, after I get signed in, yeah, you make sure you get signed up first because you don't want to get you don't want to get sold yeah. out because I I got yeah. in that that we can't let that. That's happen. right. You got to be after me. Yes, sir. You and about fifteen other people because that's the weird thing about that race. I had a buddy like the next day. He's like, dude, I want to do this race with you next year, and I was like, yeah, I ain't doing that next year. <laughs> <laughs> it was about a week later. Oh, I'm doing it, and I'm doing even more than I did this year. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, who knows? 
Well, that's the thing with the timed events. That's when you can go. Yep. It's, it's you can go farther, go longer. Yep. And there's no pressure because there's no yeah. finish line. So if if you go for it and you blow up and it doesn't work, then you just shut it down yeah. and you finish where you are. And that's you know it is yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's benefits to those races, and that's something that's been on my list for a while to try a timed event. So. We'll see. I, I like the idea, though. It's close enough. You know, we, we might be able to make this happen. And, y'all, if you want to follow along, and if, if we do it, when we do it, I'm sure there'll be some them, some photos that, that show up. Uh, and, <laughs> and on James' Instagram, at James Mathis, you can you can see that and all, whatever other nonsense and cold water, aid stations, all the things. And disruns.com slash 1152 is get you back to the show notes for today. Links, all the things as per usual. So, James, like I said at the beginning – a little bit of peanut gallery. I love it, though. Uh, glad we were able to connect. It's long overdue. Uh, thanks for making the time tonight. Keep keep getting out there. Keep getting the miles in. Keep building up. And uh, like I said, let's 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 do a race one of these days. Now that now that we don't live a couple hours apart anymore, let's do it. Let's do a race together one of these days. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. All right, my friend. Thanks so much for the time and, and nothing but the best for you going forward. Thank you, sir. You do the same. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between James and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know if you'd be willing to share what is uh, your takeaway from the day? What stood out to you from our little chit chat that you just listened to? Um, for me, it's it's relatively simple. Yet, you know, sometimes it's those simple things that we need the reminders of the most, or at least at least that I do. Maybe maybe not so much for you, but I, I definitely need to be reminded of things that seem pretty straightforward. And it's the idea of just, you know, keep on keeping on, uh, especially when you're, when you're chasing a goal that's a big goal, something that's, that is, is going to take, maybe take some time to get there, or at least, you know, maybe takes a couple of, of efforts because it's a big goal, like James and his 100K goal. Um, you know, just, just keep showing up, keep doing the work. And, and even when you come short of the goal, don't be afraid to find a, a, a win. You know, I think, I think sometimes, and at least this is, this is, this is something that I do. Maybe, maybe not so much you, but you know, if I've got a time goal for a race and I come up short of it, um, you know, I can be, I can be, you know, Mr. Pissy Pants because I didn't hit my goal, but you know, maybe I ran a really, a really strong second half of the race. Maybe I PR'd, but I didn't PR by as much as I wanted to, you know, maybe I, maybe other things went right that I'm, I'm losing sight of or choosing to not focus on. Because one main goal didn't happen. And, you know, when James was talking about, you know, the first time he ran the, the 100K, or I'm sorry, yeah, we ran the, the, the time race here in Georgia, you know, came up a, a, a bit shorter than, than planned. And then, you know, oh, what can I do differently? And then come back and do it again and, and go a little bit farther. And what can I do differently? And, and I just think that, that sometimes it's easy, at least for me, to, you know, it's all or nothing. It's, it's black or white. It's, uh, it's success or, or failure. As opposed to to remembering that like iterative success is is a thing, and in a lot of cases, running and probably otherwise, um, it's more likely to happen that way than to just you know swing for the fences, right? Like you're more likely to chip away and make a little progress here and learn a little bit about this, and then you try again, um, and that's that's maybe maybe the best way to do things. So maybe you know maybe this is one of those implications for myself of like instead of waiting until i feel like i can you know maybe comfortably or at least have a realistic shot at the bq maybe it's time to just go for it not that i'm going to probably be successful with the bq but go go for a, a big pr and move move the move the line a little bit closer right maybe he says without any races signed up for but maybe maybe you never know anyway that was my takeaway just the 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 iterative nature of success the iterative nature of of growth in the sport and the fact that that's that that's good that's a good thing and some, something that still should be celebrated even if you know you still come up short of the ultimate goal you're you're making progress and that's a good thing so anyway that was my takeaway what about you what stood out to you from today's episode as always if you're willing to share it i'd love to hear it at disruns on twitter at disruns on instagram of course you can also shoot an email to disruns at gmail.com and of course also also you can head over to the show notes for today photos links and of course that comment section down at the bottom of the page Disruns.com slash 1152. Type away. Type away. Share your, your all of your thoughts, all of your feedbacks, all of your takeaways down there in that comment section. Always love when I get that little that little ping, that little notice that somebody left a comment. And it's not like a spam comment, but it's actually a real comment. And I uh, love, love to see those things. So feel free to head over to the show notes and leave, leave to your heart's content down in that comment section. One last uh, reminder for today's pseudo-sponsor, the Heart Rate Keys Giveaway. 
Uh, it's it's a short PDF, couple of I don't know eight or eight or nine pages, something like that. But it's like it's not it's not a it's not a heavy document. I promise you that. Simple to read, hopefully simple to uh, glean from and implement into your training of heart rate training. Something that you're you're working on, maybe struggling with, thinking about whatever. Dizruns.com slash heart rate keys is the link. Dizruns.com slash heart rate keys. Get it, and if it's helpful to you, let me know. And if it's not helpful to you, let me know so I can maybe make some adjustments or tweak it up. Uh, But one way or another, check it out if you're so inclined. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking James and I with you today. And until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? Later, y'all.